podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Total Wine & More is a wonderland to explore. Thousands of wines and spirits, unexpected pairings and great gifts. Low prices and helpful guides. Make the holidays magical at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, be 21. It's got to 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Yo! Evening and welcome to Touchy Gooners. I am today's host. It's me, your boy Shabs, um, and I'm joined today by Ruan. Ruan, how Yo, you doing? I'm all right, man. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks. Good. Thanks. And I've got Leroy in the building. Yo, what's good, man? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, just quickly, man. I just want to do a quick plug to um, our Patreon. Big shouts to all of um, our Patreon subscribers. Please continue to um, share, let people know about it. There's good exclusive content on the Patreon. So if you haven't already signed up, um, make sure you sign up. There's different price packages as well for um, to suit your needs, to suit your budget. So, you know, some of you, you know, it's cheaper than a, um, a, a, a five wing mill, you know, from, from Morley's or wherever it is that you lot go now. So, yeah, man, free up the coins, free up the coins and go take that in. Also. Um, Discord, you know, um, me, Leroy, and Lewis were on there again last night. Getting hammered. Last game. Say it again. Getting hammered, bro. Getting hammered, but so it is like, you know, we show up, win, lose, draw, whatever the weather, you know. So um, those of you who haven't joined up Discord as well, it's a different way of watching and experiencing football matches, man. So please do take that in as well. Um, and make sure you hit us up as well on the socials, on Twitter. Um, and also some people will just be listening to this podcast on audio, but it's also available on YouTube as well. So make sure you take that in. Um, but yeah, I kind of just want to come into it because a lot has happened. We keep saying the games are coming thick and fast. And, um, obviously we had the small matter of an FA cup semi-final victory over Manchester city on Saturday evening. Um, you know, but we haven't really met 
to record since then. So what are you guys' thoughts on that game? I know it was a couple of days ago, but it was a huge victory. And it's, um, you know, Mikel Arteta within his first six months in the job. He's got us into an FA Cup final and it is a victory against a big club against Man City as well. Um, so we've got another final to look forward to against Chelsea. But yeah, what, 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 how, what are your thoughts and, and reflections on Saturday night's game? Do you know what? I was happy, obviously. Like I thought, yeah, it was um, a very, very good result for us and a much needed result. And it gives us at least two cracks of the whip going for um, the Europa League and playing in Europe, which is very important for us. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people are going a bit overboard with the performance because mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying, oh, it was an amazing performance. Personally, I thought City had control of the game from start to finish. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't particularly play well themselves, but even then, we, we just, it was a re- resolute performance. We, we dug in, we played okay defensively, like David Luiz had a very good game. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of our defenders played pretty well. Tierney played well. But, I don't understand how people can say you played so well when you had zero control of the game. Um, mm. That's just not... That's not no, <clears throat> no, let me, let me interject there. Sorry, go on. I, I, I was going to ask Leroy, but I don't know, everyone, if you might feel similar, but do, do you think that was... Because um, I don't think we're ever really going to have control against yeah. Man City again, with, with, exactly. the side, with, with, with the side that, that we have, but... Um, yeah, kind of. Don't you think that's because Arteta is kind of hamstrung in 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 um, in the resources that he has available to him at this point in time, or um, is it something different that you would have hoped to? No, no, no. Listen, I'm, not, I'm aware of what he's working with, like, yeah. and I'm happy he's done it. And if he plays City again, I'd expect him to do the same thing. Yeah. But my point is, I can't start going. Oh man, that was an amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. When even against no matter who we play. Yeah, we we're just lucky they didn't play very well, and they're lucky yeah. they didn't convert their promising situations and promising possession and pressure into anything. Um, because yeah. I'm not sure how much it is of our brilliance that stopped them doing that, as in their sloppy play and their inability to convert, rather than sort of our amazing defending and our amazing tactical masterclass. If you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but that's kind of that's kind of twofold though, because <clears throat> we're never ever going to be able to play them off the park. So, okay, we've decided to play like this. When you defend like this, you make teams play sloppy. So, I, I think it's actually us. We didn't let them gain confidence from playing well because we defended so well. And mm. that's what it was about. Like, we, we, we're, we're Arsenal fans. We've seen teams play like this before. And the longer it goes on, the worse you, your team seems to play because it just seems like today's going to be one of those days where you're not going um, to score. Mm. So... I, I give us massive credit for that performance. Like, I, I didn't think we were able to defend like that. This, that, was, that, that performance reminded me of, of something Atletico Madrid would do. Mm, mm. And what, 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 do, what do you think of um, kind of talking about what Mikel Arteta does have and, 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 and the resources available at his disposal? How, you know, what are you guys' thoughts on the starting lineup, the team that he chose to field on, on, on Saturday? Happy with it? Any yeah. any interjections? I any? Yeah. I was happy with it. There's, there's really and truly any starting eleven he picks here mm. is there's not a lot you can argue with because it's not like we have a great choice of players where it's like oh my god I can't believe he's dropped this guy or I can't believe he's not playing this guy or that 
it's, it's kind of like whatever's available, you play. Whatever the situation is, I'm going to trust the manager because we don't really have any, any, any players that are in like amazing form that deserve to be undroppable. Maybe yeah. Tony. Um, I could even understand him dropping a Bamyang, even though all our goals are coming from him because some of his performances have been shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, whatever, whatever team he picks, I can kind of understand it. The only people that really worry me is obviously Kalasinac. Um, and Mustafi, but you kind of evil all one of with with those two players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't yeah. really have the depth to be fussy right now, man. Yeah. Like, when we were looking at it, and um, people, we had a group uh, talking group chat. People complaining about obviously uh, Villa's uh, lineup. I'm like, like who, what do you want him to do? Like, you can't keep yeah. the players. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not really have much of a choice right now. Arteta's doing more with the tools he's got. Let me put it that way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think for, for, for me personally, what I liked about um, Saturday's game was that um, yeah, Arteta definitely played with his, with, 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 with his brain. I think he, um, these things are like a game of um, cat and mouse, aren't they? Or like, um, well, not cat and mouse. What am I trying to think of? It's like a quick draw, isn't it? And it's like who kind of shows their hand first and who's quickest to... to um, to respond to it and I think Arteta had Pep's number and I think Pep had a number of different things that he 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 could have done such as the such as his um expertise and and the tools that he has at his disposal such as the quality that City have got throughout but I think there were um definitely limitations to what Arsenal were able to do and I think what I noticed were that we set really good pressing traps for City um, I was talking about this a little bit on the player ratings that um, Lewis and I done on 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 Monday. Anyone who hasn't taken that in yet, please on the Patreon, just go over and have a look at that. But um, yeah, like I saw, Lacazette was closing down um, Gundogan. Yeah, so he kind of went and stood on him, and you had um, Aubameyang and Pepe closing down the centre backs. Um, we kind of left the full backs. Um, free because they kind of pushed out wide and um, our, cent- our central midfielders so Xhaka and Ceballos would push up as well to close down um, KDB and Silva so that left a huge space between behind our midfield and um, Edison kind of went to pump the ball into that zone for um, I always call him Rubinho because <laughs> he's, definitely not, he's definitely not Rubinho, but I always call him Rubinho, you know. Jesus and Sterling. Gabriel Jesus. Um, yeah, and Sterling even. But um, that was where um, David Silva was really dominant, you know, and he, he he was excellent on the night in terms of his duels. He won like 100% of his aerial duels. You think he was, wait, you think he was, he was excellent on the night? And in terms of his numbers, David Luiz... Oh, okay. David, oh, David, David Luiz, no, David Luiz. No, oh, David, yes, Luiz. David yeah, yeah. Silva, sorry. No, sorry. Da- no David Luiz, David, David Luiz is yeah. excellent. Yeah, sorry. yeah. You know, he, he won everything in the air, yeah. won everything on the ground, um, you know, but that was where he he, he, he really came into to action and he was just winning balls in the air and um, getting it under. Um, he was a bit of a creative, so- well, no, he wasn't a bit of a creative source, but he was good on the ball and there was an opportunity early on at nil-nil where he won the ball Played it through for Aubameyang and um, Oba should have scored. He should have put that yeah. in the back of the net, man. But, I thought he was going to bottle it still. Yeah. After that, I thought it was game over still. Some kind of chances, you don't really get them any chances yeah. against E. He should have done that. But you can see, like, you know, that was kind of what we'd done. And um, I think we couldn't really defend higher. There had to be that gap. 
um, in the midfield because any high arm, we would have just got exposed. We would have got killed by um, Mares. We would have got killed by Sterling and we would have got killed by Jesus um, on the break. So we kind of had to do that. And in the second half, Pep saw what was going on. He responded to that. And, you know, they kind of built with like two men at the back, two in midfield, um, and then David Silva kind of floated and then they had five, like five guys just pushed up to pin our our defence back. And so we spent a lot of that second half defending with five men at the back, pinned back. But um, Ceballos was excellent. He had an excellent game. Um, gave us a lot of relief. Gave yeah. us a lot of relief just by being able to get on the ball um, and, and, and draw fouls or win free kicks or just, 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 just give us some relief, even though we didn't have a lot of possession so yeah that was pretty much the game plan from the way I saw it and the fact that he was able to execute it um, you know down to a tee was fantastic and players like Tierney had um, key roles in both goals Young obviously got both goals Pepe had some involvement in both goals as well and this is kind of what you want to see you know what I mean also shout out shout out Maitland for his performance at left back oh yeah your boy your boy your, your yeah Mario in his pocket your boy Ainsley. That's another yeah. one. Uh, to be honest, I've got to give him a certain credit because one thing he's really sorted out is our spacing. Yeah. yeah. And that was a, one of the biggest problems um, with Una Emery. So we, yeah. had, we were, had no compactness on def- defending and then yeah. we had no expansion when we yeah. were trying to attack. <laughs> yeah. We had no clue. I'll tell you, it was really, really sorted that out. And yeah. um, that's why you've got players who, in our team, we can't really run and can't really operate in big spaces looking very competent, like yeah. Shaka, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. As another example. So absolutely. One thing I've got to credit Arteta for is he looks like he's got um he has such a very good understanding of the game. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he has a good understanding and a good read of players and yeah. players' weaknesses and players' strengths. Yeah. Because what, he's using his players in the best way he can and he's getting the best out of them because of that. Absolutely. That yeah. so I've got to give him a lot of credit for that. And I really, really would love to see what he would do if he had players that aren't as limited as ours. So yeah. then it gives him more creativity as a coach. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I would just like to see his attacking patterns. That's that's the next thing that I want to see from him. Yeah. I want to see how he develops the attack. Even if it's with shit players, I still just want to see, like, Ra, can you actually make these players look like they have an idea of what they're going to do when they stand forward? Mm. And then yeah. I'll be comfortable backing him on, like, 2 million percent, even though I'm at 100 percent already. Yeah, well, I, I suppose let's, that, that, that's a good point. That is something that we need to see more of, Ruan. And then um, I suppose what you said, Leroy, you know, um, it, it, it leaves you to wonder because he is optimising, you know, um, what he gets out of, uh, out of the players. And the players are playing for him as well. You know, there's yeah. no mistake. The players are playing for him in a way that, they, you know, Jungberg was too short a time, too irrelevant a time really to give any kind of objective... Um, uh, critique or, or or opinion there, but you know Emery, we all know, we all we all see these players did not play for him. They didn't buy into his ideas. Um, you know they didn't believe in him, and you know we we all saw what that was like. He's a relatively well. He's a new coach. He's inexperienced. You know, um, I think all he has is like some sort of standing at the club as a former club captain. Some of the current playing squad will will know him and remember him and have played alongside him, but it's not, it's not even that much. So in terms of being able to come in and make an impact, um, it seems like he has been able to do that. So again, like touching on the points that, 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 
that you made, Leroy, about um, you know crediting him because he seems to know how to be able to get the best out of players. He seems to have been able to have made a positive impact, and the application appears to be different as well. So yeah. players are really, um, really, really, really running for him, really applying themselves, going out and demonstrating commitment um, in the game like Saturday night's game, putting their bodies on the line, throwing themselves in front of balls and, and whatnot and whatnot, which is what you want to see. And we saw similar in the, in the Liverpool game. I know we t- uh, touched on that in last week's pods. Don't need to go into that too much. But um, We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. What do you then think about the comments, both of you, I suppose, what do you then think about the comments that... Um, Arteta made in the aftermath of the Liverpool game and coming out and speaking about quality and, you know, the gap between um, the application and that mental side of the game is actually now for Arsenal is actually, we've closed it, but the gap in quality is still there and it's huge and it needs yeah. to be addressed. You know, what, what do you guys think about that? And, did, you know, do you think it's, um, do you think he should have come out and said something like that, for example? Do you think he should have kept his mouth shut? Um, yeah. And not really, it's not really for any, him. Any opportunity you should fire at them still. I'm not going to mm. lie. Any opportunity you should go at the board and put pressure on them because mm. as fans, we've, we've sat there and we've seen club men come like, Arsene Wenger would always toe the line. He would never try and like, I'm steady the shit. But these guys yeah. have been sucking the club dry mm. and not investing. Mm. They've just been letting the club tick over. And that's why we find ourselves in the position that we're in now. Mm. So any chance he gets, he should be putting the pressure on the board to to say, look, I'm trying my best with what you've given me, but I need more if you want to achieve what you want to achieve. Mm. And he's a perceptive guy because he's trying to keep everyone's feet on the ground as well because we had yeah. two good results. Yeah. But he's completely right, obviously. The gap is huge. And yeah. it shows in the game, like, the game like we had yesterday night because when you've got a bit more space to play and you're playing on a counter-attack, counter-attacking situations are much easier to, to manifest and yeah. in general attacking situations when you're actually having to construct an attack. Yeah. You've got much, much less space. Mm. Oh, wow, for one Liverpool, that was a great goal. So, but yeah, you've got much, much, <laughs> le- you've got much, much less space to actually work with. And I don't, like people were saying that Arteta's attack shit, but do you know, the problem is he hasn't got any of the tools that you need in modern day football yeah. to, create, to create goals. Yeah. So like, it, Pepe's not a particularly a good dribbler. So we need people who can destabilise defences. So he's had to take, obviously, a man out of midfield and put a man in defence. Yeah. So that puts him a man like, so we can't release that third midfielder to go and do that off-the-ball running, which is going to yeah. be problems. Yeah. And he's not really got the dribblers out wide. He's obviously got Bamiyang, which is playing left as a shooter. Yeah. Bamiyang in the centre doesn't really connect very well, so that's not a yeah. great thing if you're um, holding people in. Yeah. Lacazette isn't really that mobile, um, going to create half a yard, get... Um, with my movement type of thing to, yeah. to off and pull defenders around if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he defenders rather than pulls them yeah and then, he can't get away from his, his exactly his and mat. then our midfielders yeah. aren't really the type of midfielders because if you have a midfield two 
if mm. you're going to create goals with that and not from not from a counter attacking sense, one has to be dynamic. midfielders, yeah, yeah. They've got to run off the ball. They've got to be able to run with run the ball. with the ball. They've got to be able to pass the ball quickly. No incisive, mobile. no incisive passer either. Exactly. You know, no incisive passer in the in the in in the squad. I think the closest that we've we've we have to an incisive passer is 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 Ceballos, really. Um, yeah. But he's a st- again still a behind the ball midfielder. Yeah, yeah. Both yeah. of them are behind the ball midfielders. The only yeah. real uh, uh, ahead of the ball midfielder we've got is Joe Willock, really. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He's obviously not of the level and not got the technical ability and tactical nous yet to really yeah. make an impact on So I, I, I mean, I don't know what you can expect from our te- in the midfield. We've got Bamiang who's going to get goals and going to nick goals here and there. Yeah, but yeah. I can see exactly why he set up this team in the way he has. Yeah, and it makes sense from a footballing perspective in every level. So, yeah. and I'm not really a big fan of a back three. So, yeah, I'm not really too worried about this. But I'm, I think he's right to highlight it, and he's right to drum it home because, you know what, people can get gassed over performances like this. Oh, we beat City, we beat Liverpool, but we can't beat Villa. There's a reason we can't beat Villa, and the reason we can't beat Villa, we have no none of the attacking tools that we need to do it. Yeah. And the thing is, none of our sorry, none of our attacking, none of our attacking players even complement each other. Yeah. Like, like, we can't even pick a certain style and stick to it. Yeah. Like, we, can't, we can't play on the counter-attack. Yeah. We haven't got enough pace and we haven't got enough passes. We can't pin teams back. Yeah. We haven't got enough movement. We haven't there got enough passes. It's like everything there, is just... There aren't partnerships in, in, yeah. in the attack. So in the way of... Um, no, nah, in fact, I'm not going to use that example. But... Certain football teams, you know, have players <laughs> who play in the attack. <laughs> you, can't, you can't give these ops ammunition, you know what I mean? But I think those reading between the lines will be able to, to, to kind of... They're, they're listening to the Discord, They're listening <laughs> Yeah, you know, that one's there. But, um, yeah, certain um, players, you know, could just work well together and make things happen. So, you I, know, I, there's two of them or there's three of them popping off in the attack, you I know. Thought- Kind of know how they how they work amongst each other, and they create chances for each other. Or they make it happen for each mm. other, you know. Um, but yeah, we 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 we're clearly lacking that. We're clearly lacking that. Man. I saw a stat um, yesterday saying that Özil and Pepe have created our most chances, and they're both on thirty. They've both created thirty-eight chances. Mm. And I'm thinking, when's the last time Özil played? Has he has he even played twenty games this season in the Premier League? Uh, I don't know. How is he even still in the top of our chance creation? Mm. And Pepe's been in and out of the team as well, and these are our two most creative players. I don't know if that's a positively framed stat or a negatively framed stat, if I'm being honest with you. That um I don't I don't know. There's a few things wrong with that stat for me. I don't <laughs> I don't know how to take that information if I'm being honest with you. No, it's definitely negative because it's it's like my man's not in the team and we can't even create chances, one. But if, is, is it, but, but do you know what I mean? Is it, is it yeah. good that, like, he, despite the little that he's played, he's, he, that's the amount of chances that he's been able to create? Is it good that, you know, um, Pepe's been able to create the same number of chances no. as our chief, um, as our chief um, chance creator? Is it no. bad because, it's, you know, that's 38 over the course of a whole season? Is That's it, one again. That's I, one again. I don't know how to. Yeah, I don't know how to take it. I don't know how to take it. That's and then Ozil, hasn't played since the restart, which is you know is, is another thing. Yeah. KDB's on like a hundred and fifty. Like, yeah, but but also they're um, yeah, Man City's goal cover. They 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 um, what's their xG? What's their predicted goal? About three point nine per game. Three point nine five per game. Yeah. You know they're 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 expected to score 
on average four, go- four goals per game, you know, which is That's insane. That's crazy. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah, they're absolutely insane. They're crazy. They've slapped 100 goals, haven't they? They've slapped way more goals than Liverpool have scored, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just the other end of the pitch for them. All right. So, I mean, so, yeah, you've both raised some in, in, in important points, yeah, and we're talking about quality, um, the quality of the playing squad, the issues with attack, and whatnot and whatnot. So how does that then um, come into play when reflecting on last night's game? Um, in fact, first and foremost, real one, let me hear your thoughts on, on, on the starting lineup yesterday. Because he had to make changes. Yeah, I, I understood why he made changes. Yeah. Um, I, knew, I knew we was going to lack something when I saw that starting lineup, simply because like, I think there's a stat that we haven't won a game when Jacker hasn't started. Mm. And I think Jack has become key to the team where like, he establishes the attack and possession. Uh, I don't think Torreiro or Ceballos are good enough at doing that yet to replace yeah. him. Yeah. So I knew we was going to have problems from then. Um, there's, there's just not a lot to work with with the team. So we, we're basically just trying to win um, games by the odd goal. And when teams score first, it seems like a, a proper uphill struggle to score um, two, three goals. Mm. So... Uh, I'm not surprised by the result. I'm not surprised by the performance. It was a bit disheartening because it seemed like the players didn't really apply themselves. Mm. Um, but I, after the two performances that they put in, I can give them a little bit of leeway because that's a lot to take out of the engine, especially with such a short turnover. Mm. Okay. And Leroy, what do you think? I know a little bit about what you think because like yeah, I mentioned like, earlier, we were both on Discord um, together. Uh, like I said, I felt the game was pointless because if you look at the table, Wolves were six points ahead of us with a five-goal difference ahead of us. Mm. Um, who else was it? Uh, yeah, Spurs. I don't think Spurs are going to lose. So mm. I feel like the game was pointless. We're not really going to make Europe through the league. Mm. So I completely understand why he rested these players because... We've had so many games thick and fast. The load is too much on a lot of them. So it made perfect sense to me. It made perfect mm. sense to me. So um, yeah. I don't see any problems with the lineup whatsoever. Okay. And then the performance as well. Is it much of the same of what we've already yeah, discussed in terms of... So mm. when you're trying to break down a Villa team, mm. it's not very easy if you haven't got all of the attributes that you need. Um, it's, it's, these, are like, these are Premier League defences. I mean, some of them may be better than others, but... Uh, if you don't have players who can, because who are even average at the type of things you'd need, we just don't have enough of these attributes in the squad to, to really actually go and break down anybody. Really, I, I wouldn't yeah. back us if if a t- any team in the Premier League decided they're going to sit in against us. I wouldn't back us to break any of them down. Yeah, mm. not one of them because we haven't got the attributes, and that's it. And that's why the team, the squad, needs a lot of work, and we need a lot of additions. Mm. Yeah. I hear you, man. I hear you. I hear you. I fully hear you. Um, it's a tough one, man, because I was looking at, I was watching the game and just thinking, like, <laughs> there's no, yeah, there's no one who can do, like, anything. There's anything. one that could do anything. There's... There wasn't a man that could go 1v1 with his defender. There, Lacazette couldn't hold up the ball and bring people into play. There wasn't a creative passer. There wasn't even, even our over, overlapping wingers weren't really putting in any, any um, good crosses or anything. It was really, I think our best chance came from the corner from um, Enketia. I think that was our best chance. Oh, yeah. and then the, 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 the going behind when Abamyang hit it a bit too hard. Um, mm. And he couldn't pick out um, Enketia again. 
Like mm. there's there's nothing to work with. Even when Pepe came on, I was hoping that maybe he would he would get one v one and at least carry on just putting on decent crosses. He didn't even it was uh, pathetic still. It was pathetic. I'm not gonna lie. And you know what? That, that's what Pepe was supposed to be for. He was supposed to be that spot. But I, when he, every time he squares up 1v1 with someone, he never seems to beat them. Yeah. I wouldn't say never, but it's, it, it never seems to be when you need him to. That's no. what I say. So he'll do it on the halfway line. He'll get past the man on the halfway line and then he'll hold it up again and then every, the team's recovered and it's like, okay. So it's not consistent enough. Yeah. He's not aggressive enough with it. So, I mean, one of the absolute things we have to add to our attack next season is a dribbler who can... Basketball. Yeah, yeah. It's essential for any top top attack to break down the team. Do you guys have a player in mind? Let's collect. To 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 be fair, there's not much more that I that I really want to talk about um, that Villa game because it's pain and suffering. But if we're talking about what we need now, yeah, I don't want to relive that trauma. I can't do it. It's not you know, it's not good for my long term mental health. <laughs> but if we're talking about forward thinking and ways forward now, and yeah, a dribbler, is there anyone that you guys have in mind who? Um, you think well, there was a reason I was screaming for uh, Alexis uh, Maximan? Alec- uh, and, uh, Alan oh, Tomlin, yeah, uh, ASM before, yeah. Um, before he came. Because even though he can be a bit frustrating, he's mm. just even yeah. 1v1, he's just gonna batter people like all day, yeah. And you, mm. you just need that in an offensive team sometimes. Someone and who can do it in close quarters as well and has a good, good technical base at least. Um, but I'm not sure what this Everton Suarez guy is doing still because everything seems to have gone quiet about him. Yeah, I think that was a myth, you know. I think he's owned by like three, four different people, oh, and I think even just one of the parts are quoting like 30 million or something. So by the time you get through that deal, it's going to probably cost us something stupid like 50, 60 million. I don't think it's happening. Well, if you want to go for a budget option, I, I would look at Jeremy Boga. I would look at Jeremy Boga from. Um, oh yeah, where 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 where's Jeremy Boga? He's in Italy. Where's he playing? Sassuolo? Sassuolo, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Has anybody watched Sassuolo? Because they, they had Baradi there. I don't know if he started to get his career back on track now. I liked him as a player. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, you know, I haven't taken I haven't taken him. I'm definitely a snob when it comes to Italian football, man. I'm, I, I can watch Juve at times. I can watch <laughs> Inter and the odd Roma game. Maybe Lazio and Napoli. Everyone else, yeah. Mm. yeah. From from youth football, we know what Jerry Bog has been about. Like he's yeah. Yeah. the best of them Chelsea lot, and um, it's a shame that he had to he had to go away to actually um, show what he's about. But yeah, that's that's one I take. But I'm not really sure who else in our price range at least. Um, yeah, more for that uh, that one v one position. But um, he's one I've been looking at. What 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 do you guys think here would be sufficient? What would be a sufficient amount for the board backing? I'm talking about finances here, oh. in order to um, support Arteta to push on next season, so to take this team up a gear. No, what's the target? One hundred million net. Oh. One hundred million net. So that's yeah. not including sales. One hundred million in addition, and then whatever sales we had on top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that could address, by and large, a um, midfielder, centre back, centre back, and you, you know what, Sean, yeah, shout out to shout out to Sean. Um, he said something. He tweeted something. Yeah, um, and I felt his tweet, in fact, because he was saying actually, 
Um, yeah, we do need a centre-back. We need another centre-back. You know, a top-quality mm-hmm. centre-back would, 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 would do us some good. But actually, if we can get the right signings in the middle of the park and further up the field, yeah, it's not the end of the world if we don't sign a centre-back. And then he oh. talks about where we're at. And I'll, I'll explain why. Mm-hmm. Because, and we, he, he says it many times, and we've had these discussions, but when you're thinking about um, technical quality and technical security in the middle of the park, there are teams with probably worse defenders than, than ours in, in the league. And I think we've definitely had worse defenders than we do currently. You know, we've got by on the likes of Sigan and, and Senderos and um, Squilacci and, mm-hmm. you know, these guys who were absolute bums, so <laughs> to speak. But our team was so much better then that um, it was less of a factor. You know what I mean? But where our midfield is so um, inept... Yeah, and our defenders lack that quality as well. It becomes more more apparent. But I, I'm not saying I don't want a centre back. But I kind of there's a line of thinking which has got me saying, yeah, I if agree. We had Saliba coming in, considering that we've got Saliba coming in. Yeah, um, David Luiz is there for another season. Um, Pablo Mari, he's not the guy I wanted, but yeah, maybe we have to back him and see what he's what 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 he's capable of, how he can come in and help out. And, and funds are going to be limited. I'd much rather only. Sp- I'd much rather use everything that we can to um, address other areas of the pitch and deficiencies in other spaces. So to really get in those two crucial midfielders and that winger, you know, I'd much rather do that. Um, you know, what it is with our defenders. Mm. It's not even that they're completely bad defenders, but you can't account for brain damage <laughs> like you. Then, the, the mistake is always going to come. Like, it's actually waiting to happen. And I don't know how you build a successful team on the back of that. Like, mm-hmm. so you, like, even though we might say, like, our defenders before were of worse quality, which they, they probably were, I don't think they had the same level of brain damage that a David Luiz or a Mustafi has. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, for any, any moment of the game, they can ruin the whole game plan because they've just done something that they didn't need to do. And mm. I don't, that, that will deflate any, any team, any team's confidence. They, you cannot account for that. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you can say that centre-back isn't a, a pressing issue. But even though the, the, uh, it actually is a captain you team because the midfield and the, and the wide, wide men are actually quite trash. The midfield is the most important, I think, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. The midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if, I mean, if you obviously make some things, if you add a solid DM like Thomas Party, who mm-hmm. had really good technical midfielder in front of him, um, on top of the Danny Sabaos that we've already, that if we, we managed to keep him as well. You had a 1v1 player wide, you put over up top, that changes a hell of a lot. Yeah. Hell of a lot. Yeah. yeah. But, then, but then you also got to remember that these, these players are going to make us play more expansive, I think. And then we're going to have to put a lot more pressure on these defenders that are, we're yeah. only saying are capable because put them in a system that can get them that manages manage, that manages them through the game. You need people that can defend space. That's the biggest problem. If we can't defend space and you're trying to expand and, and play a more attacking style, we're we're in, we're in trouble. The good yeah. thing is to Libra, he, he he definitely can defend space. No yeah. problem. Yeah. David Luiz can't defend space. But he no. can't. Yeah. Neither can yeah. Staffy. Um, neither can Socrates really and truly. The only other one that can, neither can Bellerin. The only one that can yeah. is Tierney. Mm. 
The Medicare annual election period deadline is almost here. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who started their search for coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online, so he started at MyHealthPolicy.com. I took my time and found the coverage I was looking for, and done. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plans, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com and done. Switch to a better plan. And Michael. I met with a local licensed insurance agent face-to-face -face and done. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to compare top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. So, uh, so everybody agrees that midfield is, is the first priority yeah. and then afterwards wide man or afterwards defender and then maybe wide man maybe or what order would you because I think we all agree that midfield is the key and then I after that where would you go? I think our attack is actually worse than our defence. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would actually go with wide man first. Uh, I, um, Not even the individual players the cohesive the construct yeah, 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 yeah. As it don't make no sense no. yeah 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 our offense is shit as well, so boy, we're, we're in trouble. Yeah. Um, I think that um, box to box midfielder, absolute necessity, an incisive passer. We've got, mm -hmm. we've got, we've got Ozil, who is just. He's gone, man. Who we don't have. You know yeah. what I mean? We've got a player who we have, who we don't have. So, um, you know what I mean? Like that's that that's 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 a that's a pain in all of the wrong places. But we need and we lack a creative passer so bad. Um, I, what what I would be inclined to do is bring in Partey, who would who who actually could give us a range of different options in midfield in terms of the different roles. I'd look mm -hmm. to secure Sabios on loan, and I'd still look to bring in a final third passer, an incisive passer, someone who does who could do their damage further up the field. I'd bring in two. And, and can pick holes. And then I'd also, um, but, and then for the rest, I'd bank on Emil Smith Rowe and Willow. Can, they, they, they'd compete for minutes, you know, and maybe Saka could, 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 depend on who else comes in as a wide man, maybe Saka could compete for some time in the middle of the park or out wide as well. All, all of them youth players, even the good ones, need to be squad players. None of yeah. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. None of them are where we want to go. Where we, we want to go, all these squaddies. Yeah, none of them are off that level. And then, yeah, man, a 1v1 player is so essential, man. I hear the ASM shot. I don't think it's a reality at all. Nice. Nah, um, he's but, on a six year deal, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who are these? These Frenchmen, who's advising them, bro? Because yeah, you had Papa Gay say, Oh, sign for what? I don't want to play for them. <laughs> and then got sold last year to Marseille like, the other day, and they haven't played a game for them. Yeah. And, um, you're getting ASM signed a six year deal. Like, yeah, that's ability, crazy, man. Sign a that... four year deal and then bounce. Yeah, and then bounce, man. Bounce after three years, man. This is crazy, bro. This is absolute crazy. Six years at Newcastle is nuts, bro. He's not staying there for six years. He's going to have a I mean, what's he get? I mean, who he's a bad boy. He's weekly wage anyway. But yeah. Um, all right. I mean, I hear that. Fair enough. Thoughts to Watford now. Final game of the season. Watford are in their own turmoil. Um, are they still fighting for survival? Yeah, but yeah, I think they're in the relegation zone now, right? Or yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're they're fighting for survival. We've got nothing to play for. 
Um, what, 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 what should we do? What should we expect for Sunday's well, game? They're going to beat us anyway. They're going to beat us anyway because they are... They care about it. Yeah, yeah. They're the, and, they're, and they're the type of team we struggle against. Physical mm. team. It's good defensively who can run us off the park and we're not going to be able to break them down. So mm. I would throw the game. I, I, I would not play anyone who's yeah. anything any of any value. I'd give Bear Academy players. Bear um, Academy players, and I would make sure I put everything into the FA Cup final. Because even though I'm worried about this FA Cup final, like it's a must-win game. Um, I, don't, I think we can win this FA Cup final. Um, de- debut, debut for Balogun, do you yeah. think? Yeah. For, um, oh, for, for, for the Watford game. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody, anybody, anybody that's available should get their boots up. Like, the ben Sheaf. <laughs> like the Oprah Winfrey show, isn't it? Everyone gets yeah. a set of keys. <laughs> Everyone gets a set of car keys. The canteen lady's son, he needs to bring his boots. Like, everybody. <laughs> Wait, um, yeah. What, did you just see the politics go? Oh, that was a sick <laughs> goal. Yeah, what, what do you mean equaliser? No, no, they'll say no, no. That was 4 3. Oh. Mad. That's crazy. That's the problem with writing off talented young players too early. Everybody was dissing Pulisic before he came. I love Pulisic, man. I think he's wavy. I think he's good. I like like Pulisic, man. I like Pulisic. I've had had many a discussion with um, about Pulisic. And you can make intelligent runs. There's no reason you can't have a very good um, Premier League career. Still. And he's got something you can't teach. He's got elite mentality. He's got, he, he will not be denied. I love his mentality. He's one of them typical American sports stars. <laughs> um, should we... Uh, nah, maybe it's too early to talk about that final, you know. I was saying... Nah, I think we should talk about signings more, you know. Well, oh, we're, we're going to do that in a Patreon pod. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, man. This, this it ain't for everybody, you know. That's, <laughs> that, let, let that be your reminder. Yeah, you know, we're here to give you the stuff, man. But you know, yeah, get your wallet out, some but... coins. Yeah, throw up some coins for it. You know, yeah, man. Sacrifice to all, however many of you that have signed up already. Yeah, every week, Leroy is dead serious about it. You know, Do- Doctor serious about his words. You know, he shouts you lot out every single, I'm every single week, week man. Every Big you lot up. Big all of you guys up. Yeah. This morning, Les Morris, you signed up today. Big up you, man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you hear that, Les? There you go. Um, Abramian, the talk is that the deal is close. Arteta spoke about um, being happy th- with the way that the talks have been progressing. Um, what has been widely reported this morning and this afternoon um, was is 250k a week. We don't have any details yet about the length or the duration um, of this contract or extended terms or how the deal's structured or, or, or whatnot. What do you guys think about that? Happy with that? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Uh, yeah. I think it'll be very dependent on Europa League if it does happen. Yeah. I feel like if we lose that final, mm, it's going to be another story. It's going to be another story. You know what? I, I, I thought about it and I'm like, during Corona, not a lot of teams are going to have money to spend. Not a lot of teams are going to pay wages like Arsenal will pay wages. Because even as a, as, a, um, as a non-European team, you should still be able to pay like, a higher wage than most of the other international teams. Um, uh, Barcelona are still trying to go for um, Martinez, so I don't think they're interested in him anymore. So it would only be one of our domestic rivals, I think, that would be after him. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't see any of them going for him. 
Mm. I, I think I'll be worried about Inter Milan. I'll be worried about Juventus. Juventus are losing um, Higuain. That's why there are rumours around Lacazette. Inter Milan, obviously, is the backup option and because they're going to lose uh, one, probably Sanchez, they're not going to keep. And mm. Toro, they probably might lose as well. Um, so that, that, that's the two teams I'm really looking at. Um, who else is there? Um, well, they're paying more than us, though. Huh? Well, they're paying more than us. Yeah, because they've got, they've got that new tax law in Italy. Okay. So, it, it, okay, they might not, it, so net-wise, he will earn more because um, that, that new discount thing. Okay, cool. So that's why. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I, for me personally, on the Oba deal, I, I keep saying this, but I would like to see... I, suppose, I don't have an issue with the, um, what we're paying him at all. Um, I would like to see a deal which means that they can um, extend the terms of his current contract or extend the duration of his current contract, sorry, um, on better terms. So... The 250k a week starts now, but rather than give him a three year contract starting now, just extend the end of it, just throw two years onto the end of his current deal. I think um, he goes that's, back that will be a three year deal anyway. That's because yeah. I think that's what will happen. It will get a yeah. deal until he's 34. Yeah, you're from now three years until he's 34 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can't give him some incentive as well to sign because he's still a free agent, like yeah. no matter what. So we have to actually give him some kind of security, at least say, okay, you're settled here. Here's these many years. You won't have to think about your future, in it. Yeah. I, 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 it is a risk, though. I do want to say it is a risk. Um, it's a risk where you've got a player, you know, we don't know how much longer he will continue to perform at, at this level for. You know, he's been very good for us. He's been amazing since he came into the Premier League. Um, we've, you know, relied on his goals. His goals have been, like, one of the only sources... The only real source, really, for us, bar um, a few odd um, teammates chipping in here and there. But, um, yeah, we're so dependent on him. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a non-brainer in terms of keeping him, but you don't know how long he's going to maintain this form for, this level for, you know. And, uh, of course. I, think I think it'll that's, be all right. That's the risk. That's yeah, the I think it'll Yeah, like, worst-case scenario, he ends his career a bit like the foe in it, where he's a super sub. And I think he'll net, he could net, like, at least 12 goals calm off the bench because his movement is crazy. If he just, if he has that, still has that little yard of pace, he'll be all right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else from you guys? I've got some listeners' questions. I just wanted to know if there's anything else. You oh, let's run, run through these questions. And... Yeah. yeah. And bounce. All right. Um, so we've got one from Thierry2021. Oh, Is he a Discord it? member? Yeah, yeah, these Shout are from you. the Discord, by the way. Are, well, yeah, these are from the Discord, by the way. Um, yeah, um, oh, we've kind of answered this. Which midfielders should we prioritize? Can ESR come in and start? I think, Leroy, you answered this um, yeah. already, where you said all of our academy kids really should be, um, should be backups, and ESR yeah. should not be starting for where we want to go. Yeah, yeah. no, we should um, prioritize party as an absolute priority. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, again, this is kind of linked. This is linked to it. Tom, Tommy AJ, uh, what I T, um, yeah, Tommy AJ. Basically, it's clear as day we need a total revamp of the midfield. What profile of midfielder do we need, and what players would you sign? Then again, I think we kind of touched on that. that. Covered yeah. that. Anyone more that to come in the Discord? Discord one, the Discord episodes. We've got that coming for you. Yeah. 
Coolio, Coolio. Um, Chris underscore Dede has asked, do any of you think Ozil should play in the current team given our lack of creativity or do we freeze him out until we find someone to take him off of our hands? Ozil's done. He's done. He's freeze him out, yeah. He's not motivated. Yeah. And then even what he brings to the team, we're going to lack some kind of effort and defensive um, structure when if you add him into the team. Mm. And he's not someone that's really good off the bench anyway. So mm. if he's not starting, I don't really see the point in him. Yeah. He hasn't played for however many games we've had since we've come back as well, man. It just, it looks very yeah. clear. We need to end the storyline. We keep yeah. bringing him up, bringing him in, bringing him up. Finish it. Like, yeah. Like, even if he wants to set out his contract, let him go do it in the gym, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just stop, stop talking about him. It's true. I, I, I personally, I'm not going to ask another question about Mesut Ozil because I think we're done, man. I think we're yeah. all that fantasy, you know, is is beautiful. Um, we all know the player that was in there, and you know, yeah. we've seen what he can, what he could create when he was in that environment that um allowed him to to thrive. But also, you know, there's that other side of his game. There's the other side of him, which is just terrible. Which is, yeah. you know, for the FA Cup, don't give us uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm not asking any more Ozil questions. Yeah, let, let it be known. Um, geez, loads of questions about midfields. You know, midfields. Um, let me ask this one. Yo, Johan Yo has asked: Do we stick with a three-four-three going into next season, or do we no. move to a different yeah. system again? No, no, I don't like this. This is a needs must, man. I don't want to. I don't want to see this again. I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm open. I'm open to see whatever gets us results. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'm not really. I don't. I. I do care about the style of football, but right now I just think we need to get a strong enough base in it. And to do that, we need money. So we need results. So mm. I'm happy just to, for us to get the results mm. for another season, and then I expect to see a better style. Mm. Coolio. Coolio. And sorry, it was Chris Dede um, reading Higgy. <laughs> He's a screenshotting for me, by the way. So, um, Aaron 3K has asked, which free transfers do you think Arsenal are looking at? Um, oh, Aaron, this is... Disgu- wait, sorry. Who we're looking gets, at or who I want to That's His question gets worse. I can see Lalana, Fraser... Mm. Thiago Silva or Willian coming in, unfortunately. Okay, so he said unfortunately. So it's not who he wants, but... Look at this bum ox putting his bloody... It's 5-3, fam. You're putting your bloody arms up like you did something mad. Yo, real one. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> no, no. No, fuck ox, man. Who else are probably looking at? Um, whoever's Kia has got on his fucking books. Right, um, we're definitely looking at Willian. Yeah. We're probably looking at Fraser as an option if we don't make Europe at all. Yep. Um, Thiago Silva we're probably, we're probably looking at every free transfer because we're trying to save uh-huh. money yeah he's on a three we're, we're definitely there looking at them and he's them. and he's only mentioned the uh, Prem free signings but there are some uh, players across Europe who um, have come to the end of a contract Malang Sar is the one that I'm, I'm keen on yeah I think uh, we're going for him I think that's definitely yeah He's a young centre back. He's the type of profile that we need. I know, I know, I know your reservation, Leroy. He's six not, foot. I don't want no small. He's not small. tall enough. Nah, but nah. Ain't he tall? He's six he's foot. Five eleven, bro. He's six foot. He's six foot. He's six foot. He's six foot. You know, he's, he's Twitter six foot man. <laughs> um. All right. I've got. 
Uh, more. Yeah, go on. I'll ask this one. Um, I can't pronounce this name, mate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Get, get, Jackie, Jackie. I don't know, mate. But he's asking, what profile of player should we be looking to sign for a left wing next season? Direct pacey winger or wide playmaker? And who do you guys have in mind? So again, Wrong. kind of touched on it. But um, we said that's not a realistic, um, that's not a realistic option in terms of um, ASM. Yeah, so, 1v1 Demon, that's what we need. And then yeah. like we said before, Jeremy Broger for me. Mm. I'm not sure, I haven't really checked the stats, but that's one thing you need to check the dribbling stats. Go look at the top leagues, look who's at the top of the dribbling stats. Um, yeah. Guys, do you think if we get a 1v1 Demon that actually improves our style of play? I think if we want to see the football that you don't want to see, um, I think we should be going for a wide playmaker then. Nah, because Pepe kind of behaves like a wide playmaker. Yeah. He's actually, he's supposed to be a wide forward though. So yeah, maybe, yeah, the way he plays football is like very, yeah. coming off the touchline, in link, combine, um, create chances off his left peg. I think a 1v1 player allows us to destabilise defences, which is our biggest problem and one of the most important things that will help our chance creation. So mm. maybe not improve our style of play, but it will massively improve our chance creation. Yeah. 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 I, th- I think, um, you know, we had hopes that Pepe would be our 1v1 demon and he's not. So we need one because we yeah. don't have one. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of what I want. That's what I'll be looking for. Um, as well, you know, to be honest with you, in terms of if we're going to go out and sign a left winger, he has to be able to beat his man. He has to. He has to be unpredictable. He has to give us something different, man. He has to be able to stretch teams, stretch defences. And yeah, man, just, I, I want a bit of a maverick in there. You know what yeah. I mean? I want a bit of a maverick, man. It's been, it's been, it's been really some have time. One. I don't, we have we had one things on re? We've we've never had a winger like that. We've I don't think we've ever had a winger like that. No. Nah. Yeah. yeah. We've never had a winger like that. Yeah, it's I, true. I, like someone like young CR seven, Nani, them kind of players. Nah. They used to go United. That's that's the kind of if we're gonna go and get a wide man, yeah, that's exactly what I'd like as well. Yeah. Wenger never played like that. Wenger was all yeah. like combination football. Yeah, it was yeah. all playmakers. Yeah. Team full of playmakers. Everyone yeah. number tens everywhere. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, Nasri was a wide playmaker, but he was just so good with the ball at his feet that he could beat, he could, yeah. he could beat players easy, man. He could, you know, he could, he knew how to, you know, twist up his man, as we, as, uh, as I'd say back in the day. But um, yeah, man, yeah, I think that's it for the questions, really, man. We've answered, it. we've answered enough. Um, if I haven't asked that, you, you. Your question. I'm sorry. Keep them coming. I'll be sure to look out for them next time. And um, as for you, Twitter folks, man, asking questions on Twitter. That's old news, man. You not got to sign up. You can't get onto the Discord. <laughs> you know, that's where the priorities lie. No, I'm joking. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Keep them coming, guys. Um, guys, that's it for me. You know, um, unless there's anything else from you guys, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. Call it a night. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, again, listeners, once again, thanks for locking in and, and rocking with us. Uh, just again, make sure you go and check out the Patreon for all that exclusive additional content. Um, make sure you sign up to the Discord and join us in on the live match chats. And also, 
um, find us in your usual spaces, but also if um, listening on audio is not usually your thing, then check us out on, on, on YouTube where you could get the cool episode. All right. Take it easy, guys. Peace out. Hey, Tom. Down. Available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. Sports Social Podcast Network.